This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You know, one of the things with uh, I mean, we've heard stories like this all the time, and I'll start off with the darkest one so we can try to have some fun with some of the other stuff. But, you know, some days you wake up and you get a story like this and want to talk about it. Uh, Ohio mom who left her 16-month-old daughter to starve to death for 10 days pictured beaming on the Puerto Rico beach. Um, she just pled guilty on Thursday to aggravated murder. She got a lesser charge. They say she can still get life in prison, but um, she avoided some other charges, but I'll get to it in a second. But she literally just, her, her daughter, 16-month-old daughter, Jalen, just left her in her crib and went to Puerto Rico. I I mean, you know what happens when you come back. You have, yeah. you have you to know. You have to realize what's going on. And, I mean, I've never, I want to say I've never seen anything like this, but, like, you read it and you're still shocked that somebody could do this. Yeah, and I have seen things like this, and it just, it's still, I can't for the life of me. Imagine what goes through your head. And this is worse than what I was just thinking of. I had one where a woman claimed she didn't know she was pregnant, went to the bathroom, she dropped the full-term baby and drowned in the water, in the toilet. Wow. And they wouldn't charge her. So She had no idea she was full-term pregnant. Okay. I, that's that's horrific. And, you know, like, the, we hear but this stories, is worse. So, listen, to, I don't even want to read this to people, but I... I the baby had languished in a pile that consisted of soiled blankets and a bottom liner saturated with urine and feces. An autopsy later revealed that Jalen succumbed to starvation and dehydration, laying in her own filth. Mm. And, like, I know they're getting the plea deal, and she's going to get, it sounds like, life in prison. She is avoiding. Um, she now faces life in prison, uh, which will be sentenced on March 18th. Um, but she she agreed to aggravated murder and child endangerment. <laughs> Uh, and they dropped two additional murder charges and one count of felonious assault from her. Um, let's get to this next story. Uh, you know, like you hear some of these things and we've all watched, uh, or I don't know if everybody's watching storage wars. That's yes. where people go bidding on the storage yeah. containers. And if you've ever had one, like I feel really, it's, it's kind of cool to see what people get in that, but I'd also feel really weird because you're buying something that someone you know, you're bidding on something that someone could not afford or uh, had fallen on hard times and they lost. And this one's kind of crazy, though. But uh, former Michigan defensive tackle Maisie Smith had his locker auctioned off after failing to make storage payments. There were a ton of goodies inside. There were uh, all these different cleats that you could get. Michigan, only Michigan that they had. They said they're going on. He could sell them for $700 online right now, even though, especially being used. 
Um, they found all kinds of different cool stuff that he could sell, uh, going through all of his memorabilia from Michigan, finding football trophies and different things that were something in there. And the guy said he kind of hit gold uh, on all the different stuff that he had. He had a bunch of collectibles. Um, but if you guys, like... You ever got into any of that, like buying some, to what, like buying storage units or no. having someone because like the stuff that they I find. Spend time getting rid of stuff. Yeah, not buying stuff. Well, I mean, like when I went through my lowest point in time, I had a storage unit in between homes after my divorce, and like I, I was so close to losing it, and I had all my like. There are some things that people are going to lose that aren't worth anything to anyone, but they're worth to that person. You know, like pictures and memories and things, but uh. Yeah, I had all my collectibles in there. Somebody would have made a mint on probably buying something for a hundred bucks and getting all the sports memorabilia I had in there. Yeah, they have nowhere else to keep it, so um, kind of crazy. You do hear about people buying this stuff and finding out that you're like, you know, one of the original copies of the Declaration of Independence is yeah. in there, and like these crazy things. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of weird stuff that you'll find. Um, this guy, like in in Maisie Smith's, uh, it was cleats, video games. I mean, there's just like. I mean, you got to figure he's a college football player, so he's right. got all this stuff that some people aren't privy to. Yeah, that people will buy online, even used like football pants from Michigan. He said, "I can sell I mean, these online." I've been going through Rob's time to get. I've been going through stuff because I really got a downsize tremendous. I got too much stuff of all kinds. Those are good days. Yeah, I just found all my scripts from the wire. Really? Mm-hmm. You should sell it. I bet you they would sell. Yeah, bet you if you put it online right now, you could sell it. Yeah. Why would you sell that? I'm not, but I'm saying it. I bet they oh. would. Don't sell that. Yeah. Why? Don't sell that. Why? That. What, did you? How long did you realize? Was it before you you had those in there and you just saw it? Like right? About like, ten years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, make something for it now. But now it's a release that you still have, which is cool to see them. Yeah. yeah. You keep those, Jeremy. I just yeah. appreciate that Ed. I mean, he doesn't use both sides of the toilet paper, so he sells it to me when he's done, so my family can use the other side. We're poor. Thanks, Ed. You're welcome. You got thirteen jobs. <laughs> hey. Let's talk about this. That's why you can't concentrate. Probably. You can't focus. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. L.A. squatter creates fake lease, rents out this Hollywood Hills mansion that's not even his, to OnlyFans models and takes advantage of them. I don't... Can some... Ed, we've talked about this so many times, and I know you've explained it. I still don't understand squatting. How do you go into somebody else's home and just claim it? I don't know. The same who, way you stand on a corner and tell somebody you need money. <laughs> right. When it's place behind you is hiring. No, but... Same I, way... That's somebody's house. Like, it doesn't matter. Same way. Yeah, it does. You go to the cops. This is my house. He doesn't belong in there. Well, I'm saying it's the same type yeah. of thinking. I think I mean? the way where the reason, and I'm not, I don't know what the history of this is, but it's like if you live with a, a girl or you live with like you, you and Joe get an apartment together. You're going to split Again? the rent. Again, yeah. And you're there, it's under his name or whatever, and you're there, Mike, more than whatever, maybe 30 days, 60 days, whatever state you're in. You consider that's your residence now. And to get you out, even if your name's not on the lease. It's a it's a court uh, action. We, we've had people where they've they've had vacant homes that they were trying to sell, right? I know. And yeah. then people that just move in and claim it. Well, not even sell. I mean, like tourists here, like Florida. The people they don't use those homes. There's a lot of homes that are unoccupied most of the year, and people just come up and take them. Yeah. Well, so here, be careful. Here's this story: Real estate agents Emily Randall Smith and her husband arrived at the seven bedroom home in January to organize an open house when they became aware of a squatter's presence. We walked up to the property, and the lockbox was cut off, and there was a mailbox someone had ordered and put up like it was their their own home, and Randall Smith's husband then spotted a stranger sleeping inside the home when he peeked through the window. That's when they went after it, tried to get this guy removed, and they couldn't. Then this guy all of a sudden creates a fake lease and starts renting out other rooms to OnlyFans models. I mean, that's a pretty good idea, but they said there was 
poo and pee everywhere. Caca. There's caca on the floors. Excellent. Hey, to that well, thinking, is that why rich people just have people stay in their homes while they're not there? Like they'll have friends just yeah. stay in a home while they're not there. Probably that and keep it functional, make sure everything's working and, you know. Because if, if somebody's dead, you can't be a squatter. Yeah. If somebody's yeah. living there already. Uh, in California, you can do something called hostile possession. Uh, which means if you live in someone's house for five years and claim it as your own, but then start paying property taxes, then you can take it from them after five years. What? So if they're not there for five years, but you claim it as your own space and pay taxes, then it's yours. It's just- so you, if, you're, if you're a squatter that's paying the taxes. Yeah. So, I mean, if this guy, that guy never went back and then he lied on his taxes and said, this is my house and then started paying taxes for it, then he can take it. So this 11,000 square foot home once listed for more than $10 million, was previously decked out in marble with a lit-up car park, a home theater, two gourmet kitchens before the squatters took over. Then they pooed and peed all over the place and just ruined this multi-million dollar mansion. I just, like, it just seems silly to me that you could just walk into somebody's place and just claim yeah. it in some states. Just steal and, it. And look, there's, there's, there's some surrounding things that you can do, but that there's nothing you can do as an owner. Could you imagine somebody just walking in your house going, I like it. I think I'll stay. <laughs> what? What is this? And then these poor OnlyFans models who are over there trying to record and do their thing and make a healthy living. Then they they can't stay there either. It's not their place. So I don't know what happens. That's your world of stupid. Jeremy, you always take us to different places. I try Sometimes to. places we don't want to go, but you at least take us there. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for that. Rockabaco joins us at 7.30, but on the other side, Maryland with a big win yesterday. Man, they took it to Rutgers. We're talking Maryland hoops on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Jabair's got to hurry. Goes to the corner. 
Wide open jumper by Geronimo, nails it in front of the Rutgers bench, and that's a three. Scott from the right corner with a three, yes! Right off the bench, he's got two buckets, both are triples, and Maryland's up by 11, 29 to 18. Now Julian's gonna work against Palmquist. Goes right past three defenders and jams it home. Reese gives it right back to the Maryland point guard, to Juju. Juju goes to the rim, he got another bucket. Man, it's sometimes you enjoy watching those Terps. And that sometime was last night, yesterday I should say. You know, when you, you just, you're not feeling that well. Sit down and you watch a basketball team and they just go hard. That's what they did yesterday. Unbelievable performance against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Holding the Rutgers team to under 50 points at home. That's a tough place to win there. 63-46, to 46, Juju Reese goes 30 minutes. He has 20 points, eight rebounds. Dante Scott, it's the best game of the year. Yeah, I was sitting there. I, mean, next- I know he only had, what, 11 points. Well, he hit his first three, and we, me and the guy sitting down watching the game next to each other were like, I think that's a bad thing. But, hey, look, he, he played all right. He had a, he had a good game. Very good game. Uh, um, and it was nice to see some of these guys kind of put it together. Like, they built that lead, and I was worried. There were times where Rutgers made, both. made a little run. I'm like, I hope like this 13 minutes happen. left of the game to start yeah. coming back. The reason why I call it his best game, Ed, not the 11 points, but the seven rebounds and, and the block, he played defense yesterday. I, Dante Scott played defense yesterday, perimeter defense, in the paint defense, on the baseline defense. To me, it was his best all-around game this year. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like I didn't see it, but it sounds like it. I was happy to see because Rutgers is giving them trouble. So that's actually a better team than I thought. Well, it's just both these teams can muck it up and make it ugly. Um, sometimes it gets confused from bad offense to good defense. I think they're both good defensive teams that do have questionable offenses. And it always Facts. makes you wonder, when you have such a great defense to practice against on a daily basis, how are you not getting, you know, like, aren't you going to get better at offense? And then Kevin Willard even had a, a quote after the game where it was like, you get so used to not seeing shots go in that sometimes yeah. it's like, the hell, man. Yeah. It, and, and it's got to be, like, you and I have had these conversations, Rob. Is it is it a bad team? Is it bad coaching? And the more and more I watch them, I don't think it's bad it's coaching. It's not bad coaching. It's not bad coaching. I just don't think they have a lot of great players. Jeremy. Or good players. Yeah, I said it before. To me, if you want to see good coaching, look at the team's defense. When a team plays team defense like that, when, it, when they switch, it kept saying it was a zone defense, it was kind of like a, a matchup. It, it was kind of like an area defense where they went man-to-man if you were in my area. That kind of communication, knowing when to help, knowing when to hedge, knowing when to box up, they do things defensively that are coached, Ed. Those things aren't five guys on the court just doing those things. Those things, he spends time with that in practice. And it leads me to believe that Kevin Willard Ed, knows he doesn't have a great offensive team. Right. So he puts so much into the defense and he raises their level, and that's why they have 15 wins. They don't have 15 wins because of bad coaching. They have 15 wins because of good coaching. And if they didn't have that good coaching, they wouldn't have 15 wins. I agree with you um, on both counts. I think it is it definitely – it's scheme, it's coaching, it's things like that. Um, and I don't – I mean, you both coach basketball. What do you do when people just can't shoot? <laughs> I mean, that's an issue. Like, how do you – you know, this isn't like they're not putting in the effort, they're not rebounding. How do you – It ain't like baseball. You can't pray for a rain out. Um, <laughs> 
You know, it's tough because what you try to do is you try to get to the free throw line. You try to create something where you're attacking differently. But it's so easy to settle for jump shots, and we're in a jump shot league now. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's like you look at everything that goes on. We just had, I know, like, um, who is it? Is it Grinnell? Is that the team that shoots all the threes? And D three basketball, they just had a game where they shot like 111, and they didn't yeah. even shoot. They didn't yeah. even shoot a two. They shot no two pointers the whole game, just all threes. Um, and I'm saying, look, that's the extreme of it. But there are there's some of that in the NBA now. When you look, like look at Steph Curry and how many threes he's made, comparatively speaking to what Larry Bird shot. And they're both great three point shooters, but he shoots 10 or 12 a game, where Larry was shooting like four yeah. or five. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a different game today. So it's hard. Like you, you've got to find shooters, and that's. The other night I was bitching about the Nets, and I'm going, what are they doing? Why, if you have Ben Simmons on your team, what do you surround him with? Shooters. So why on right. earth do you have him on the floor with Nick Claxton and another big man to where he's got nobody to pass the ball to to shoot? Yeah. You know, like it's there's some common sense things that you have to look at when you have a team, but I just, outside of, outside of Juju and Jameer, it's like you're praying that someone else shows up and gives you something. That's why you go back to good coaching because, Ed, to answer your question, is when you don't have great shooting teams, you 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 stretch your defense and you try to create um, a lot of transitional buckets. They forced uh, only uh, nineteen, ter- uh, sorry, thirteen turnovers yesterday. Of course, Maryland had fourteen, but they forced thirteen turnovers, and they forced their turnovers around the perimeter. If you notice, they turn into quick buckets or fouls, and that's what you have to do a lot. Uh, Juju is a guy that's a little different. He's not your average post player. He can get the ball out on the on the short elbow and dribble it to the basket to create something. Not all big men can do that because because he's not a big man. He's six nine playing a big man spot. Right, that's what he is. Yeah, he's six nine playing that spot. <laughs> but when he goes to the next level, you'll see him move further away from the basket. He has that kind of skill. So I, I think you know when you look at early in the season, I was frustrated, but it took me a little while to start looking more and more like. Uh. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think the problem is Willard. I don't. I think the solution, kind of, is Willard. I just, I, I don't think the problem is him at all. Well, let's see what players he brings in because, like, well, again, you already see what the recruiting class looks like next year. Yeah, but again, we got to. It's I, who was it that? Oh, Steve Clifford, an NBA coach, that said we keep drafting guys at seven, eight, nine, and then we let them play for three years before we finally realize that they can't play, and then they're out of the league. And guess who else is out of the league? The coaches that you forced to play those guys you drafted, right? And and you're seeing some of that. And I think also in like when we sit here and talk about college basketball, you're seeing guys that are now with the NIL and everything else, they're knowing they can go anywhere and get seen. Right. You can go anywhere and make it in this league now. Like there's eyes everywhere. You can put stuff out on social media, go viral, and you can get drafted because of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think there, there's a lot to it when you're considering college hoops and everything that goes into it. But we've talked about it. You, if you can recruit, if you can coach, or if you can do both. Three types of coaches. And now you got to have money. I think you see a lot of these guys getting out of the game right now because well they're all going to the NFL and NBA now because they don't want to like you know why because they have contracts in those leagues and you can't just leave after one year because you don't like it that's why you, you, you I don't I don't like it here yeah. in my rookie year you know what you know what so what I'm sorry <laughs> you know when this contract is over then you can bounce until then you can't and and college college athletics is creating an unreal world. Well, you can just up and leave anytime you want. That's that's not that's unreal. And that's you're right. It is. It's not the world. It's you not just, the world. You, you just don't you know head into a job. And say, yeah, I don't like that. I'm leaving today. Not if you're under contract. You're not, and you can't go work somewhere else. Well, we. I mean, with the transfer portal now, 
and, and NIL deals in college. And, and look, I'm saying that something should happen. I just saw Jay Billis said, it's coming down, guys. We're going to come. It, it, there's going to be a point where we're paying players and, and the colleges aren't going to be taking advantage of these guys. And for all the people going, well, they get a scholarship. They get to do this and that. Okay, they get a, a $40,000 scholarship or whatever it is per year to this, this big school. What, whatever. I'm just throwing out a number. And then the school makes millions off of these guys? Millions? Here's, off of some of the names? Here's the deal, though. You know, but that scholarship is not just the money to go to school. It's the books. It's the travel. It's the insurance. It's all those things. Oh, stop. Man, I'm not all even. All those things. Hey, I'm hey, not hey, taking any of that hey, stuff hey, into hey, consideration. Hey, but you have to. You got to take all those things. No, you don't. They do. With the money they're making. They do. It's a drop in the bucket. Hey, but you got to hear me out. You stop. You're cutting me off. Those are all the things. However, if a kid comes in and I have an NIL deal, that's fine. If I'm getting free the NIL deal, then you're going to have to have some kind of deal as well. We're giving you a $500,000 NIL deal. You can't just take that money and just bounce next year. You can't do that. There has to be some kind of some kind of agreement. I, I, take, I take all that into consideration because I've been on, been on that side. You commit a lot of money to the kid. You, can, you do. And, and keep in mind, if I got a team, a roster of 15 players, I ain't making money off all those kids. I'm not making money off all these kids. I may make money off the first three or four, yeah. but I'm not making money off the last ten. But is that how you want to do it in college basketball, where now we're saying, okay, you get more because you're better than this guy, or are you taking it across the board? If we're talking money, Jeremy, yes. You're going to have to. Because I'm not making money off of all of you. I'm sorry. I'm not. You know what I mean? You know, maybe maybe um, K- Kentucky or Kansas Instead of them making money off four, maybe Jeremy they making money off six or seven. But you and I both know I'm not. Some of you guys are really replaceable, well, you know. And, and one or two of you guys are here for my my uh, 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 GPA. If we're going to be honest, you know. So let's if we're going to be real about it, then let's be. Everybody wants to keep it real until you keep it real. Well, go look at uh, so Jay Billis. Uh, he said the cartel charade is over. The NCAA needs to allow athlete, athletes. Full economic rights without restrictions. Sign athletes to contracts and bargain at arm's length. The rest of our society does go, it, and it works very well. Go back, go back they, to what he said. Sign them to contracts. So yeah, I'm with but, him. But, I'm with them. Okay, the NCAA can do it too. Stop violating federal antitrust laws. They have a huge. It, I mean, it's going to come in the next couple of years that they're getting sued. More NCAA nonsense. College sports loses money. Please, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry that pays billions from the athletic departments to the school. And if it's such a money loser, why are there no spending controls on pay for coaches and administrators? Only athletes. And go you read Jay Bills on Twitter. You think I'm disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I am agreeing with you. And I and the part that he said, contracts. That's the only thing I'm saying. No, I'm I, just saying that billions that are stuff. coming in and barely anything's going out. I agree with all of that. The only thing I'm saying, Jeremy, is if we're going to come to the light on that, then it has to be some kind of contract. You can't just come and go as you want. If we're going to open that up, and I'm fine with it. Then there has to be some kind of contract. Yeah. 410-583-1057. I'm not disagreeing with them. I'm just I'm just talking about the contract aspect of it. Uh, you know, we watch a lot of TV on this show, but there's one form of t- television that I wonder if it's like dying. We'll talk about that in our barbershop topic of the day. But on the other side, Rockabaco joins us. Spring trading up next on the fan. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 7.32 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joining us right now, Scooter Rock, Massersports.com, Rock Abaco. What's up, Rock? How you doing, guys? Doing well, man. Thanks for coming to uh, on with us before the clubhouse opens. Um, you know, you've seen these guys when they were you know, didn't know what a major league clubhouse looked like, and now some of them are veterans. Tell us what the difference is now in the clubhouse from versus maybe two or three years ago. Well, I think part of it is just—I mean, you know—we go back further. The guys were never in a hurry to show up at the Fort Lauderdale complex on report day. Guys literally were reporting on that day, and sometimes just calling the manager to say, "Hey, I'm in town." Now, this is like a full camp before position players are even due here. And it's just a, it's a very close-knit group, and it's a nice combination of the younger guys and some veterans. But these young guys have all come up together through the minors. They've been friends for a while now and already have that bond. And, uh, you know, some of the guys we talk about as being the young guys are now becoming those veterans. So it's interesting to see that transformation. And, uh, you know, they, they're excited about this upcoming season. There's a bit of a chip on the shoulder because, you know, people doubted them last year. Now a lot of the projections still have them maybe in the low 90s win total or less, which they would have taken gladly a few years ago. Now they're like, well, what the heck? <laughs> so they still are getting the respect that they think they should be getting, and that just fuels them. So it's been a good environment. But they, these guys showed up ready to work before they were even supposed to be here. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They have low 90s, and they think they're disrespected now. Yeah. By how things have changed. That's the problem. By how things have changed. That's the problem. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't get our evenings together. I was looking forward to seeing you. But, Same here. I, I had my umbrella drink already to, to order. I never saw it <laughs> yeah, next time. The Tampa trip took longer than I thought. Anyway, um, <laughs> we, we were talking before about the feeling down there. You know, when we've been down for spring training all those years, there was one year that was like, wow, this is different. The energy was different. The, the, the way the players reacted with each other, with us, it was a real vibe. You're around them now. I mean, is there anything besides them, you know, knowing each other all the time? Do you feel anything from this team? Confidence, excitement? Like, what's the vibe down there? Yeah, I mean, it's funny how over the years, and I'm not saying every clubhouse in the past was a bad one, but there you had your cliques and guys that kind of hung together, and then there would be another group over here, and everybody just blends, uh, you know, for lack of a better word. I mean, they're just they're, they're really close, and there isn't any kind of any division at all. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think there's a, a, a youthful energy, but also when the veterans show up, uh, I think they get kind of caught up in it. And, you know, the reputation has changed. Here are guys now that you say, why would you decide to sign with the Orioles? Like some minor league free agents. They're like, oh, I love what's going on here. You know, we're aware that it's a good club and they expect to win. And there's some great young players. And blah. And the veterans that were here that, and leave, they always recommend, like Jordan Lyles recommended to Kyle Gibson, yeah, you should sign with the Orioles. I'm sure Gibson 
if anybody asks him, says, yeah, you really want to be over there. It's a great culture. And as you know, you guys have been doing this for a while. That was not the case before. It was a hard no. sell to get people to come to the Orioles. And now it's the opposite. They want to. And, of course, more uh, pitchers want to come here now with the left field wall pushback. But, uh, yeah, so it's, just, it's really been an interesting transformation where the reputation of this organization has changed so much. Talk, hey, talk to me about that that beautiful baby face that's going to be playing on in the infield, hopefully on opening day in Jackson Holiday. <laughs> like, I, I mean, prospect wise, like, can you compare him to anyone? And and can you like, what are you seeing from him thus far that's impressive? Yeah, maybe I haven't seen anybody like that since Gunnar Henderson. Yeah. I mean, we're going way back. <laughs> I mean, he's just so smooth, and and I, you know, the obvious uh, explanation as well. You know, he was around the clubhouses his whole life because his dad was Matt Holiday and is Matt Holiday. So he. You know, he kind of grew up in that environment, so he's not phased at all. He's not a, a cocky kid. He's just – he's very comfortable, and he, again, blends in really well. He doesn't stand out like he expects special treatment. There, there isn't any hazing that goes on around here anyway, but certainly he's, he hasn't given veterans any reason to kind of raise an eyebrow at him and want to reel him in a little bit. And he's, he works as hard or harder than anybody else, even though he's got all these natural tools and he's going to be playing a lot of second base, and obviously he's a natural shortstop. Everybody wants to play shortstop. And he's totally fine playing second base and will take the extra ground balls. He just wants to play in the majors. And, you know, he's got a shot. And it really does influence how the, uh, the roster is constructed. Because if you carry him and they, if they still want to carry Mateo and Arias, that could be one fewer outfielder, natural outfielder. You might only have four. And then who's the, you know, the, the fifth guy coming from the infield, maybe Mateo. So what they do with Holiday really has a ripple effect on that roster. But, He's just got, you know, he's just got that beautiful swing and the strong arm and the range and he can run. And again, he's just such a hard worker, too, which I'm sure other players see that. And and you have to respect the kid even more. Well, Rob, look at it this way. With us not being down there, there's no one to steal your parking spot, so you get to go now. <laughs> <laughs> They've got us in the field now. There's plenty of room here. <laughs> Rock, tell folks how to follow you on social media and about the School of Rock. Yes, uh, at Mass and Rock on Twitter, School of Rock, Mass and Sports dot com. And, uh, I'll be following a few times today as well. They have split squads. There's going to be multiple games to talk about. There you go. Thanks a lot, Rock. Thanks, guys. Bye, buddy. That was funny, though, back then when we were uh, oh, taking the car. That was a routine. Then we started doing it on purpose. Oh, so good. Just to make them come a knock. I had hey, so you much, guys. Uh, had so much fun there when we were it was, when we were doing it and get down there and <laughs> doing radio shows. Maybe he's the bad luck, Ed. Because we used to go every year before we got Jeremy. As, as soon as he came, it stopped. I'm All of saying. a sudden. You know what? Because they can't trust them out of town. Me? I'm the one to worry about? <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. You Not the one. guy who keeps playing music? What you... <laughs> it's a lovely day for crying out loud. <laughs> oh. Lovely day. Lovely day. Oh, I, think they are, I think they are worried about you. Yeah, well, they might be. Who knows? I mean, we've got our anniversary thing coming up, which that's going to be fun. What day is that? March what? 21st, I believe. I think. I it's the know. first day of uh, Spring. the tournament. Well, yeah. By the way, tickets are on sale at 1057thefan.com if you want to purchase those tickets. Did Joe just whisper that to you? Of Stay course. On top of things, Joey? Of course not. Rob knew that. Yeah. 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 Knew that. You're on top of things. I knew that. Yeah, I'm on top of it. Did um, you? Rock talking about the excitement that's down there in, uh, in Sarasota. Listen, folks, if, if you got some time off, Take a quick flight. If you're by yourself, I'd encourage you to go. Turn down there. Check get a game. If they're in Bradenton playing the uh the Pirates, that's what, about twenty minutes away, Ed? Bradenton? Bradenton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes usually. 
This time of year, it's about an hour and four. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I got caught in traffic with. I got caught in traffic with Jerry Coleman going to Bradenton one day. What? What's the highway down there in Tampa that's always just backed up all the time? Am I seventy five? I, I think that's yeah seventy five. Four is worse, which is, a, is the, it? Okay. it goes from Daytona all the way across the state, but. It was they're driving up to Sanford, Florida. It was ridiculous. It took me like four and a half hours from Sarasota. Usually a three-hour trip. Mm. Everything. Four was jammed. Seventy-five was jammed. Tamiami gets Tamiami. Now everything's crowded now. You don't know. It's funny. You become that grouchy native. Like, where? Where are we doing down here? Tamiami sounds like somebody got high and just started making up stuff. Like, Tamiami Tam- goes to Miami. Tampa to Miami. Yeah, Tamiami. Yeah. Yeah. I asked that one day. He said, "I don't think so." Yeah. Then we looked it up. Like, yeah, yeah it does. Yep. <laughs> Because he looked it up first and yeah. read it. Huh? <laughs> what? You looked it up first and read it. <laughs> no, one day I just looked at it like, look at Ta- Tampa, Miami. No, yeah. I didn't. I thought it was a, actually, I asked him, I thought it was a dumb question. And it turns out that that actually what happens. 410-583-1057 is the number. Commission's Baltimore at 815, but on the other side, we watch a lot of TV. We always talk about a Curb and all these other shows. But new network TV shows. Does anybody watch him now? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. So I did a little personal poll. And it's funny how did it hurt? the categories change on this answer right here. And what are your top three shows that you watch right now? New show. Like, I'm sorry, not new shows, but shows that still are producing new shows. Oh. Same thing like Curb would be in that Curb's category. One. Right, okay. Sure. They're producing new shows still. Yeah. Curb. Curb for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I've been watching Tokyo Vice. What, what network? What is that? Max. Max. Max, okay. Yeah. And um, what else was it? I watched Oz again. I started watching Oz. So they're not producing new shows, though? No. Yeah. So, okay. Yours. I mean, you got to go everywhere with this, but um, I, I get where you're going with uh-huh. it. And I'm just going to tell you, I'll go Max, Hulu. Um, you know, and and I'm talking about original shows, right. not like not like hey, The Office had been on there exactly, and I'm rewatching because exactly. I watch those shows all the time that I like. I didn't watch the The Office and Seinfeld and and and, and Friends are shows that I didn't watch when they were new, but I'm I love The Office. I, I'm addicted to that. Um, you know, those are network shows, but I'm not watching them on the. Do people still? Do you know people who still like watch network shows regularly? I mean, the new produced ones. I think people do because, like, I mean, what? They're still making Survivors. They're still making okay, good those, one. those shows good one. That, that people tune into. But, again, I think some of those are, like, appointment setting for people because they watched it back when that type of programming was really popular. Now I question it. And, and we do get some – I'm not 100% positive on some of the shows that, like, if you see stuff on Peacock, that's airing on NBC, right? Right. But if you see stuff on Hulu, they have ties to FX and Showtime. But that's and not network TV. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like when some of these new shows come out, like um, what's the one they just had where everybody like they have all these shows about people lying about who they are and right, you're trying to figure right. things out. Um, the boss shows, like yeah, this. stuff yeah. undercover boss and yeah. things. But again, I'm I'm not watching any of it. I'm sorry. The only time I'm flipping on two, eleven, thirteen, forty five, fifty, whatever you want to call them on your programs now, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Those stations, I, I'm flipping it on for sports or news, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't watch any of their programming unless it shows up on well, one especially of the now because things like you know for whatever you're you're into, like, um, you know, I watched the Flyer Penguin game last night. But now the hockey's on TNT. It's on ESPN. It's on all kinds. You don't need to See, have it on your network. But I don't think it fits us. I still think there are a lot of people watching it. Whether or not, like all the different Chicago's, Med, Hope, uh, and Fire, and but- that's the that's the point. 
like when, then I, before we come on with this stuff, we, you know, I always try to do a little personal research to that. And most of the people that I know that are still watching currently produced network shows are women. Most of them are women. What you just said. Yeah. The, all the fire shows, the, the rescue 911. You got Texas Rangers, Exa- Texas 911. Ex- it's like most of them, I find most of them to be women, Ed. With producers, you mean? No, they're watching the shows. Oh, watching the shows. Yeah. yeah. Produce for women. All the all the law and orders, the NCIS, well, the CSI. Yeah. The, the majority yeah. of people watching those shows are women. Yeah. And then the other thing that I would go to that's not necessarily network, but it's still programming, is all the Bravo shows, the Real Housewives, yep. the, the different things that people are watching you know, that, that don't not, apply to me. Not network shows, though. Below deck. Yeah. Not network shows. When I mean network, I mean ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. Fox 45 Fox. But, you know, like, mm-hmm. the thing that started bothering me about when they were trying to create new stuff, it's always a spinoff from something else or it's a recreation of something that was already successful. Um, I didn't need to see a Lethal Weapon show. I, yeah. I didn't. I yeah. didn't need that. Like, you've been watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and you like it on I Prime. I love it. I love it. It's a little different. It's it's reinvented a different way. Right. You know, it's not the same characters, but... um. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just get tired of the retread stuff, and it doesn't interest me. There are some people that say... Like, Fargo's a really good show, and you don't have to watch each seat. You can watch it in any order you want, yeah, really. you can. And they've I, done a good job with that. But now, again, let, it's FX. let me ask you this. You you say you don't like the re, retread stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you consider Mr. and Mrs. Smith to be a retread because it went from a movie to a TV show? A little bit, yeah. But See, it, for me, it's the TV shows that they retread. I don't like that. When they bring back a new TV show? Bring back an old TV show and, and make it a new TV show. I, I, I'm not a fan of that, per se. Well, why don't they, like, here's what pisses me off. Why don't you scare the hell out of these kids and bring back, like, Rescue 911 and America's Most Wanted and all the crap that I had. What was Unsolved Mysteries? Make those make these kids hear Robert Stack's voice and get scared. Oh, crap my gosh. Yeah. His voice was penetrating, wasn't it? And that man still has not been found. He could be behind your house right this very instant. What? What was the guy from uh, America's Most Wanted oh, that, that created that show because of his um, own kid? John um, Walsh. Walsh. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He he had you questioning like Everything. everybody that fit that profile. Like, oh, man, I didn't, I didn't want to throw next to a, a car parked at the stop sign. I remember when uh, uh, one, of my, one of my, I hope he's not listening, one of my friends growing up, uh, we were over his house watching it, and his house showed up on... Uh, uh, I think it was America's Most Wanted or Unsolved Mysteries. It was one of the two where murders had taken place in his house, and he didn't know it. And then he started to find out stuff about his family, and he's like, well, wait a minute. I've got, I've got to ask some serious questions now. So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of weird things out there. Jeremy, you know what's proof that neither one of us watch network TV anymore? What? Joe just told me in my ear, America's Most Wanted and cops are still on television. Well, cops is around, but don't they – what's the one that they have that's like 24 hours where you can watch the yes. – Cop TV. Is it called Cop TV? It's on I think, Bravo. I think it's Cop TV. Or uh, on A&E. If you notice, a lot of those things are down south. A lot of them are South Carolina. Mm. A lot of the ones in South Carolina, I'm like, I've been to that city, been to that city, locked somebody up in that city, got to do a fight in that city. A lot of them are South Carolina because like, up here, they're not letting you do that stuff. I'll say this. Paramount came out with a bunch of really good shows. Um, and, uh, you know, some of that stuff could have been on, I think, network TV. But, like, I just don't like a lot of the shows. Like, the last one that I just started watching that was popular, that was a network show, was Modern Family. Because I never got into it. And I just started watching it in bits and pieces. And I like it, but it's not something I've sat I down. i watched that. Yeah. But, again, it's not somebody set my appointment. Like, oh, I missed one. You know, but I'd watch it. Yeah. 
But like things like Curb, I always I watch. I watch that today. I couldn't stay up late last night to watch it, but I watch it today. I watched Tokyo Vice last night to catch him on Thursday's episode. Those I actually want to yeah. see. Well, and then uh, a buddy of mine said for TV shows, couldn't tell you if they're network or not nowadays because a lot of people are just using apps. So maybe they are watching. Good point. Some Good stuff. point. Yeah. Good point. I like that. It just television has really changed, hasn't it? Yeah, and you know, like it is. We all watch TV and. A lot of times, getting downtime and seeing different things you want. I, I'm amazed at how much I flock back to. Like I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Office, Friends, and there's one other one that we mix in. Oh, Parks and Rec that I mix in there, and I watch them on a loop over and over again when I go to bed at night. I just put them on when I'm going to sleep. Four dead five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Our barbershop question, barbershop topic of the day. Uh, does anyone still watch network television for new content television shows? 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter and on Facebook. Part of Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 